Mantra Initiation Mantra Yoga Practice The practice of Mantra Yoga is considerably enhanced by initiation into a mantra. Preferably there needs to be a personal transmission by the Guru of the subtle energies involved. This process is called in Sanskrit Shakti Part. Shakti Part. Then a higher plane of practice becomes attainable, allowing deeper immersion into the higher or transcendental planes. Traditionally, mantra or mantras have been given by personal initiation. Information on suitable mantras and their use with the chakras or bodily energy centers along the spine has been given here in following writings. In order to develop further intuition of one's own personal mantra needs and use, I recommend the initial use of Om Guru Om. That is Om Guru Om. This mantra will bring light and help in life as well as help with intuition regarding further direction for one's spiritual practice. It will assist if a personal guide is not available or if direct personal initiation is not available so that from here you will be guided to other mantras also. The word Guru comprises of two parts. Gu, which means darkness, and Ru, which means light. So the word Guru is indicative of an energy or person that leads from darkness to light. That's what Guru is about as far as being a mantra is concerned. Mantras will produce results if practiced. There is a view that the chanting of mantras is a practice to also help focus the mind. However, this is a partial perspective. A mantra of any power exists in a totally different dimension to the mind. It is a syllable, word and sound that relates to a particular state of consciousness that whilst related to the mind and body emanates from a soul or spirit source. For instance, as I have said, the word Guru as a mantra is to identify on a subtle plane with the role of the Guru, which is to lead from darkness to light, from ignorance to knowledge in a spiritual sense. Gu, the darkness, and Ru, the light. Combined with Om, which is the spiritual word for and sound of the universe, and is the universal original mantra or sound, the mantra both identifies and takes the user from darkness to light and towards the universe center. The practitioner who repeats or chants the mantra becomes immersed in a sense of being at the center of all life and light. This is the universe center. Thus, to meditate with this mantra, the best effect occurs in conjunction with visualizing a journey out of the body 
beyond the city, the country, the solar system, and the galaxy to a soundless etheric space which is transcendental, transcendental to the known universe. <clears throat> then what happens? Samadhi. This attainment in meditation at or within the center is the deepest form of meditation and is called Samadhi. This is in formless or form version, the latter being in regard to meditation on a personal deity, an aspect of the divine in somewhat humanized form. However, to think then that the human consciousness cannot exist in Samadhi is also not quite correct. For instance, in deep sleep, it seems that the individual does not exist, yet on waking, awakening, all awareness comes back again. In a further development of the Samadhi state meditation, the seeker needs then to find the center within the human heart. This is not necessarily the physical one. Within this space exists a different type of sound or meditation experience. Other mantras do illuminate this center, which is not just the heart chakra, but also an external energy seated around the heart area, possibly visualized as being in front of the heart area and possibly visualized as slightly to the right hand side. The universe then becomes more entwined in the seeker's experience of human life or vice versa. So the human begins to understand more what the reality or the truth of the universe, the universe really is. Then awareness of divinity, God or higher power can become a stronger, more significant component of daily life experience within one's bodily being. The heart mantras Om will still remain as it encompasses all external, internal and beyond. Then add an Ishta mantra. This is your chosen sound manifestation or representation of your divinity, which is your Ishta, literally meaning Lord in Sanskrit. For example, Hindu derived mantras are such as Krishna, Rama or Hari, they are used along with Om. There are a number of other opportunities and different types of Ishta mantra. That could be a goddess, it could be a Tibetan one, it could be a Christian one if you want to do that. They then represent the deity's energy around the heart area. Um, this is usually the best way to see one's own deity, uh, although it is also can be meditated upon from or through or just outside the third eye center. That doesn't matter too much because the deity energies lead up and down through the Kundalini, which is the uh, energy coiled up at the base of the spine, which rises up and down through the chakras, through the spinal chak chakras connected with the bodily centers, and then goes on through the crown chakra beyond the head, 
to connect with the external cosmic consciousness. Uh, there's quite a few things written about the Kundalini, um, and I have written quite a lot about it as well in various blogs and in some of my books. And as I said before, other religions also have a range of mantras. Um, it is personal choice. Divine grace in the body, a problem that seems to be common in spiritual seeking is the issue of bodily and mental needs, desires, and the gamut of human conditions and issues. Many aspects of religion and spiritual practice have sought to somehow separate out the body and mind, either to, to disregard it or discipline it fiercely, which seems to lead to endless struggle. Therefore, the next step in the use of mantras is to seek incorporation of the body and mind into the spiritual practices and vice versa, hence leading to incorporation into the divinity that is both within and without, no separation, divinity, yes, go out, meditate through up into the universal center, bring it also back down into the very body, right down to the toes of the feet. And other mantras can be used for this step using in conjunction with the various bodily centers or chakras. And there is a wealth of information available on that topic, and I've written about that further and will be promoting that further. At this point, it could be useful to do some reading on spiritual forces and healing forces within the body. So knowledge about the chakras and Kundalini is one place to start. The purpose of the spiritual practice, which unites the human forces or sublimates them, is to attain a harmonious loop of the human and the divine, where the human nature is not an obstacle and certainly not even evil, this practice where the merger of the divine and the human is sought is called tantric. That is what tantra is about and read also um, other writings about tantra. Tantra is simply that, working within the bodily human awareness, consciousness, as well as with the mind, as well as with the spiritual forces. Combination, holistic. So tantric is actually quite holistic. Tantric practice recognizes the whole gamut of human emotion and nature, but seeks to move to a higher level of being without denying all human activity. It accepts all human activity, but the purpose is still spiritual to move into transcendental experiences. So for more on mantras, kundalini, chakras and tantra, there is also a vast range of information on the internet. Or see my other articles. Om Guru Om.